1: Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat point? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? I You'll find out on VG247's podcast. Here, what's the best game where you swing from a roof? And what's the best game where you barrow the pole? Like I said, you will find out in this, your podcast. Hello and welcome to the VG247 Best Games Ever podcast, where we uh, like to find the best game within a very specific category. For example, this week we're looking for the best game that's set in New York, inspired obviously by the uh, the recent release of marvel spider-man 2 on playstation 5 and probably eventually pc almost definitely uh we've got alex donaldson and Connor macker with us uh podcast regulars we also got uh in his uh, podcast debut mark warren how you doing man
0: i'm doing perfectly well jim
1: it's uh it's, it's your second week at vg 247 right
0: it's third week although i'm losing track of time already which is a good sign yeah
1: <laughs> Third week. So that's like yeah, yeah. So I mean I was gonna call it it's not a mad house, is it? It's uh it's more sedate than that, but it's just sort of like a remotely kind of mad slack channel that you log into every now and then. Uh and we're mostly left to our own devices. It's a very chill place yeah, to work quite,
2: actually. We're quite unconventional, aren't we? <laughs> it is nice though. It's like really lush, just like the tune in and see what people are talking about. You know?
1: Yeah. We're slowly back. We're York otherwise. We're solely about We don't even tell Connor to shut his wardrobe door when he starts recording the podcast. Just like, hey, well, what
2: I'm amazed
3: at is Connor's... <laughs> I mean, I've said this before, but I feel like even more so this week. That's a very bright room, Connor. It doesn't look like you're, you're broadcasting from, you know, um, a cave.
2: Yeah, you know, we're on the up and up. There's a real story arc with, like, the sort of anime game arc and then the police knocking down the door. Fans will remember that endings for a podcast <laughs> and then we had the witness protection camera and lighting <laughs> ring um and now we're on, the ups, or we're on the up we're on the up now but it's going really well uh positive but the wardrobe stays open i think we i closed like all the drawers and the shelves and everything one day and someone was like shite podcast in it connor is that, 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 that why you sort of what you tell dates when you bring dates home the wardrobe stays open <laughs> Mate, I've, I've not bought a date home in like
1: five years. <laughs> nice. Okay, so moving <laughs> swiftly on from that we've got um, we've, we've got uh, James Billcliffe on the podcast later as well in a, in a, a first for this show a pre, not a first actually, what am I talking about we've done this loads of times, but a pre-recorded se- segment because he is actually in New York at the moment and if you're watching on, on YouTube or whatever you'll be able to see it uh, he's taken little uh, clips of it he couldn't quite bring himself to do a piece to camera in Times Square so there's just a clip of him Smiling in Times Square, well, he, <laughs> he would not have looked out of place. He would not have
3: looked out of place. Times Square is always full of yeah. tourists and nutters.
1: Surely yeah. it's like Vlogger Central, right? Everyone's cutting about with a selfie stick. They're doing little, like, like Instagram pieces to camera about their latest sandwich or whatever. But, um, yeah. but God bless him. he He's, he's done a, a great job. So we'll, uh, We'll cut to that later okay right first of all what is the best game in New York uh, Donaldson what have you got for us I think your pick I think everyone's going to have been able to guess this straight away um, it's come up on the podcast before right
3: I think it's yeah. this is a funny one this topic because a lot of people have <laughs> a really great affinity for, for New York as a city um, <laughs> yeah. for me I'm not one of those people for American cities for me it, it, it's it's Chicago, Seattle, LA Vegas of course um that I have a closer affinity for. I have been a couple of times. Um not for years though. Um God, I went went for the PlayStation 4 Pro reveal. How long ago was that? Oh, oh wow, I now now I I now.
1: 2016, 2015? Um, yeah,
3: like they uh I used to have uh, a, a theatre that they sponsored on Broadway. So it was the PlayStation Theatre. Yeah. And yeah. that was where oh, cool. they did the reveal and I just remember being with uh, Rich from Digital Foundry um our glorious uh sibling publication and rich being so excited obviously as a techie person and i was excited but it made me realize that i'm not as much of a techie person as i thought i was yeah. uh, sitting next to rich for an event like that um but yeah so i don't have that much of an affinity but there could only be one choice really for me and so that is def jam fight for new york new york's in the name <laughs> it's a Absolutely. great game if you don't know what Def Jam, what, what those Def Jam games are, they're literally yeah. 3D fighting games across between, like, Tekken and the old WWE games when those games used to be really good. In fact,
0: yeah. those games yeah. were
3: made by the guys who made WWF No Mercy and WrestleMania. On the the okay. specifically, I think they did the Nintendo versions. They did, like, the N64 versions, which I always remember. Maybe this is wrong. I just remember No Mercy at that time being so much better than what was on PS1, which I guess would have been Smackdown first mm. Raw or something around that mm-hmm. time. Um,
1: it was just awesome. Um, no, and, I remember that. I remember a lot of people were... Yeah, the N64 game was the one, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah and, and, and basically right. that's the lineage because they mm-hmm. did WCW and other wrestling games on the PlayStation. Then they did the WCW games for the N64, yeah. Then, they, then they moved on to the WWF games for the uh, N64 WWE as it is now and then they did No Mercy which I think is just one of those all-time classics No Mercy is probably on the shelf behind me which is how you can tell it's an all-timer because I, <laughs> I only because I only put the bangers on the shelf all the other the all the other all the other games are in the loft genuinely um, yeah yeah then so they did No Mercy in 2000 and then they did the first Def Jam game in 2003 and then yeah, Fiverr yeah. New York followed a year later um And, yeah, so it's like a wrestling fighting game. It's not entirely wrestling, I wouldn't say, but you can see the lineage from No Mercy, but there's also a Tekken sort of edge because the various fighting styles that characters have, some of them are kickboxers, some of them are more traditional martial artists, um, some of them are just like street brawlers, but then you do also have characters that straight up have wrestling moves and wrestling submissions and stuff, (laughs) some of which are probably straight up taken from uh, their work on No Mercy. And yeah, yeah. it's a game that just features a bunch of rappers. Snoop Dogg's in it, Method Man's in it, you know, yeah. Exhibit, Ice-T, Mob Deep, Ludacris, Buster Rhymes. Uh,
1: Ghost I mean, Ghost this is Killer. definitely the only game that's got Snoop Dogg and Buster Rhymes in it. <laughs> so, like, 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 well, in, Snoop's in, this in a episode. lot of games, right? Snoop gets, around, gets no, I mean, around, I mean in, a in, a in this bar. particular, Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah, yeah. But, um, but um, like Warren G's in it, rest in peace. Is Warren G. dead? I can't think. Is Warren G. dead? I'm sure he's dead.
1: Uh, uh, It is an American rapper, not was, so it looks like he's still oh. alive. Oh. Uh, well, that's a, that's good news. He's not dead. Yeah. He's just 52, which is close. Well, in rapper, in
3: rapper terms, that is there pretty
2: much. Hang in there.
3: But, yeah, I mean, it's got Flavor Flav in it. God, like... It does. In that does. period when Flavor Flav was... Probably right around then he had that terrible... Uh, reality TV show that was basically like The Bachelor, um, yeah. but it was girls vying for a chance to date Flavor Flav. Yeah, um, and I remember at the end of every episode, because Flavor Flav's thing was he used to wear a giant clock around his neck. Yeah, uh, at the end of every episode, he would give clocks to all the girls that were going on to the next week, and the one that didn't, that was that was going home, didn't get a clock. Um yeah. which is brutal, really. And girls yeah. would be in floods of tears just because they didn't get a clock. Def Jam 5 in New York, it's just a really good, really fun fighting game. I've got really, really strong and happy memories of playing this with mates yeah. and it being one of those games that you would be screaming out loud at each other. Um yeah. and then in addition to that, obviously it's it's sort of funny because they did absolutely create this bizarre death Jam universe where they did um they did free games. Um, yeah. Or at least uh, Aki did did three games, and then EA did a reboot on the 360 that was not very good. Like those games have an an ongoing narrative. You know, the the, the story from one picks up in the other, and it's all That's, about I love who that. It's who so Who's been arrested, <laughs> and who's in, and you know of the of the few women in the game who's mm. dating who, and all this. That was a, that was yeah. also a big thing in this game was that I'm pretty sure the first one didn't have any female fighters and I I recall them in magazines just making a huge deal out of of the fact that we've got Little Kim and I can't Mm. remember any of the other women (laughs) because Little Kim was definitely... Well, you know, in, in rap in those days, there weren't very many. But no, Lil- no, that's right. of the it's, ones in yeah. Def Jam, Lil' Kim was definitely the most famous. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. By a million miles. And some of the characters, some of these guys are playing themselves. Some of these yeah. guys are playing characters. Mm. It's so weird and so wonderful. And then also, I'm it's sure, sort of got a like, good soundtrack.
1: Yeah I, mean, yeah, I mean, great soundtrack, obviously. Um, I think the last time this came up, we talked about how there's a real crossover a real kind of cross discipline between like the theatricality of wrestling and and like the the theatricality of rapping right and yeah. um, everyone's putting on a bit of a front it's all very a lot of the feuds and stuff in in rap are exaggerated or outright manufactured in the in similar way to wrestling i mean a lot of them are real and people get shot don't get me wrong but like there there is a there's a similar kind of um, kayfabe to it and you can see how those things massively cross over um, like Snoop Dogg would have been a great wrestler, I'm absolutely sure, I mean he oh, might yeah. have even been one probably, I, I, I mean, I'm sure <laughs> in that
3: era when when Vince was bringing on anyone and everyone yeah, and Trump was on and all that sort of stuff I would be yeah. astonished if in that period Snoop hadn't had some sort of guest appearance and taking a bump or two in the wwe i would be i bet if like you youtube that that comes up straight away but i I just love it It's, (laughs) it's a really good obviously it's a funny old game because a lot of the characters are like the def jam roster because that was how it was def jam record label so there's a lot of guys in there that that aren't as well known but that's then mixed in with a lot of guys who are really really famous um yeah and, and like some weird one Danny Trejo's in it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's just that's just come back to me. I'm trying to think now
3: because it because when I said about Warren G it was Nate Dogg I was thinking of because i was thinking of regulate a Nate Dogg is a weird one because he's not actually in the game and that's a bummer um, and he sadly has passed
1: away um, so I have to interject here right Snoop Dogg is in the WWE Hall of Fame yeah. <laughs> there you go the first thing that comes up if you google Snoop Dogg WWE Snoop Dogg delivers a people's elbow to the Miz I mean yeah there we go uh, he is a wrestler so perfect <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell great,
3: that is a great thumbnail on that video as well um, we just
1: imagined it and it was reality the thing about um, Snoop
3: is, in fairness okay. to him, he doesn't say no to anything. Um, no. and it's not even in a sellout sort of <laughs> way. I really respect the way he it's is a about a backhanded it.
1: compliment, but yeah. <laughs> I, I really respect the way he is about it
3: because some people are like some people are, are quite pretentious about <laughs> it. But he basically <laughs> yeah. will just do anything he thinks is fun. Yeah. And also he is uh, he's a big gamer as well, right? So when so yeah, his yeah, video yeah. game stuff in a lot of cases he's chosen to do because he really does he really does give a shit. Well, you I met, can tell he met genuinely at E3 loves Call of Duty. I, I met him at E3 when he, was in, <laughs> when he was in Tekken, and he was great, and he was really excited to be in Tekken. And... Um, and yeah, he just it, like, he really just goes for it. And he doesn't, you know, he'll do anything. I think my favorite Snoop related gaming thing is like when Xbox Live went down and he was on his Instagram story or whatever, ranting, going, Bill Gates, <laughs> you got to fucking sort this out.
2: <laughs> I would like to jump in and say that my favorite moment is when Snoop Dogg was streaming on Twitch and his stream was muted for a full week. Mm. And his viewers tried to tell him <laughs> that, like, <laughs> that they couldn't hit that he, he couldn't hear what he was saying. He just didn't even look. He was just playing video games. He's so into bit. it. You know, also, I, bet,
1: I bet it was entertaining just watching him enjoy himself and silence. He's an incredibly
2: and... entertaining guy. And I would like to jump in. This is probably shooting my chances in the foot a little bit, but I'd be beside myself. I didn't mention it. Uh, Fight for New York with Snoop Dogg as Crow has won the probably the hypest final fights in the story. Yes, it's so I weird. loved it, I, it's I loved it when I was a kid. Because um, you basically, and it's hard, it's a hard, hard fight, but you can throw Snoop Dogg out a window. <laughs> but he can throw you out a window, and the window has like a break. Like you've got to be thrown into it like three times for it to break. Yeah. So there's this tense moment where you're trying to like, and he's busted. He's like super, super, super strong. You're just like getting locked out of windows for like 30 minutes. Really a game fantastic. that needs to come back, to be honest. They did that 361
3: um Mm. and that was not very good ea made that in-house and the mechanic was like it was like a fighting it was a it was an interesting idea where the the concept was what if a fighting game and a rhythm game came together this was the guitar hero era um yeah so it was like you had to time your punches and stuff to the beats and i'm pretty sure they got people like dre and 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 stuff to come in and do and maybe not because they probably couldn't afford dre um only rockstar can afford Dre and put him in GTA Online DLC. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, they did that reboot and that wasn't very good. And then, of course, they did another of one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, they did the karaoke game. Konami made it um, on the 360, where it was just it was just like SingStar Star, but for rap songs. And that's the <laughs> and that's the Def Jam. And it was that was actually really cool because one thing they did that was really interesting there is massive tangent just about Def Jam games in general. But, yeah yeah, yeah, uh, they did loads of regional songs. so in the u k version, they had loads of um they had loads of u k rappers so that you know um they had loads of guys from the u k scene. So, that wasn't you know so they had tiny temper and stuff like that. So that was yeah. really it was really,
1: really cool. It needs to come back. It needs to come. People love it. It I mean, it's come up. I'm sure Fight for NY has won this podcast at least once. It's definitely come up about seven times. I don't know if Um, I've ever entered it, but I've definitely talked about it before. Connor's entered it, and and also, can I reveal as well that um, Connor originally picked this, and uh, uh, and I was like, "I'm sorry, Donaldson's already claimed it." He's like, (laughs) "Donaldson." Um, (laughs) So uh, we better move on because we've now done eighteen minutes on death. Yeah. Games. Well, as you
3: games <laughs> as you should i respect <laughs>
1: although you know i'm sure i'm sure nobody minds um all right mark mark what have you got for us what is the best game set in new york you can get an extra point if you do it in a new york accent i'm only kidding
0: right i'm not gonna try that but um <laughs> what i'm gonna do first is deliver what's gonna sound like the most rehearsed line that you've ever heard james billcliffe may not be in times square but in the run-up to the release of Midnight Club Street Racing, you bet your bottom dollar rock star was. <laughs> they literally <laughs> yes. cordoned off sections of Times Square to shoot the shot for the cover of it, which is very interesting because when I and about 9 million other people looked at it, you look at it and you think, oh, no, that's CG. They haven't actually taken a photo. So they spent all this money to take a photo of two tricked out cars driving through Times Square to promote this new franchise that they're doing, this new street racing franchise. And yeah, people just think it's CG. Um but yes, Midnight Club street racing, as I said, set in New York, at least for the first bit, it does go to London towards the end, which I'm hoping would disqualify me for reasons I'll outline. Yes <laughs> starts starts off in in New York. you begin yeah. as a New York taxi driver, the most New York of men you start off (laughs) racing your taxi against street racers members of this midnight club and basically it's the what would come to be the midnight club formula which is going around an open world map challenging street racers winning their cars via pink slips and gradually just becoming king of the whole scene it's not the first game to do like an open world where the racers are just within that because I think Turbo Esprit was the first one back in like the 80s but It's interesting to go back and play because it's basically the formula that would eventually morph into GTA Online's races, which are checkpoints within an open world, which is annoying because they stopped doing Midnight Club games because basically they amalgamated that into GTA Online, which That's why they won't make another
3: one, yeah?
0: Yeah. But yes, it basically became the the building blocks upon which uh, that was... uh, Built and it actually has a link to Def Jam as well because when you drive through Times Square in the game, yeah, there are Def Jam recording sounds. So it's <laughs> oh wow. Yes, it's it's uh it's it's very very New York. I've got the uh, Midnight
1: Midnight Club LA. Got that on 360. I love that and I love how like in in a lot of ways. I mean, it's obviously a lot more faithful, but it's a much more kind of visceral kind of recreation of LA than even like GTA yeah. Five is. Mm. um and it's just it's incredible to race around I was playing uh mm-hmm. mid, is it mid like, cup club, club two dub edition on yeah. um yeah so I, so got a fat ps3 here it, it, and uh and i had it set up for a while just to play kind of PS2 games on and stuff and mm-hmm. it just it, like playing dub edition, and um, I just like I'd taken like three attempts to to finish one of the events, and then it, it yellow like it got a yellow light of death, and um, and I'm still I'm still devastated about it, and it's like those things are like gold dust, like the yeah. the, the PS3s that can play PS2 games. So yeah,
0: um, it's, so, so what the, I'm getting but, at is this is a difficult topic for me, Mark, because it's checkpoint based, and you've got to pick the right route through these urban environments it's basically about learning the roads the first time you do a race unless you've Mm -hmm. done it before you will fail because you'll just be learning the best route so yeah basically the first one is about a new york taxi driver eventually proving that he knows the roads of london better than the (laughs) residents of london which is a taxi driver's dream is it not proving that you know the roads of london a city famous for its cabbies better than These terrible English people.
1: It's funny because you said the the taxi driver, the most New York of men, and it's like, and 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 in London, probably the most London of men as well is the cabbie. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it's it's
0: uh, it's built around the world's foremost taxi rivalry, is what this game is. (laughs) It's about a feud that's gone back years. Yeah, and when I was when I first played it, I figured that um, it would have come out after the original Fast and Furious. Mm. because obviously after that came out, in I think it was 2001, you got the couple of Need for Speed Undergrounds, which basically parlayed that into, we are the video game representation of this. You get a licensed Mm -hmm. car, you can customize it. Mm -hmm. Um, The first two midnight clubs, interestingly, don't have either licensed cars or customization. Mm. But um, I think it might have been the case of some people having the same idea at the same time because um, Fast and Furious was inspired by um, an article about New York street racing called Racer X. And since this is set in New York, I'm thinking that there's got to have been a little bit of cross-pollination there, even if I can't find concrete proof that it is inspired by that. And obviously Mm. it takes its name from um, a Japanese street racing club that I think were on the kind of Tokyo expressways and that kind of thing. But yes yeah. it's it's, a, it's an interesting kind of two people doing the same thing at the it's same definitely time Definitely
1: a moment in time that like you had gone it's gone in 60 seconds coming out around the same time as the as yeah the, the first fast and furious film right so there was a whole kind of there was a bit of a wellspring of like uh people getting into this mad representation of street racer culture and all, and you know and, and obviously, with the Fast and Furious, thing, like by, by the end of it, they're basically like Terminator films, right? <laughs> like, well, it's, like, yeah, but, about, about three, four films uh, in, they sort of <laughs> finished with the street <laughs> racing thing and became that family. Did they just, yeah, did they not like pivot to full on sci-fi at one point? But um, yeah, so uh, yeah, like the mid, like Midnight Club stuff. It's an interesting look at. Uh, a version of rockstar that i miss actually that was mm-hmm. still like mm-hmm. doing stuff that wasn't gta online still like this is the same rockstar that like came out with a like an incredible ping pong game completely randomly so before good. gta 4 came along right like if you look at their catalog uh, And go back through their kind of like their release schedule. It's like you know, like the fat end of the wedge is kind of like the the late nineties, early two thousands, and now it's just like it it just kind of contracts and contracts and contracts, and now it's like GTA
0: Online, and that's it. And every now and then. Run, man. Like, you know. I think one of the cars from Smuggler's Run is actually an probably Easter egg is. or something yeah, it in probably is. this yeah, that, probably, may, that yeah. makes sense
3: to me Yeah, I, I think they're going to just become a free franchise studio aren't they it's going to be GTA yeah. and Red Dead and I think probably a new IP I think we'll get GTA 6 and then we'll get something new and then we'll get Red Dead 3 4 depending on how you want to look at it Yeah, um, Red
1: Dead 3 goes even further back in time um <laughs> yes. <laughs> the best the be- just as an aside the best bit in any of the Red Dead games any of the three um, is uh, Arthur Morgan having
0: a bath <laughs> Arthur Morgan having a bath after he's thrown a Molotov cocktail in the same room <laughs> yeah. and the room is gradually being consumed by flames as he's in the bath
3: yeah. I don't know I, I, like, love- I like that in the first game the multiplayer you can play as a man in a barrel And when you you select him on the character face screen, he just like goes, I'm a man in a barrel. (laughs)
1: Um, That always appealed to me. You know, we'll we'll never never see the like of that wit again now that all the best (laughs) writers have gone. Um, All right, okay. Now, I'm going to, before we move on to Connor, Mm. uh, uh, I think it's only fair to um, feature James Billcliffe's report that's come straight from New York. He's there at the moment. Now, this was quite an operation, actually, because he like he shot it and recorded the VO and everything, and sent it to Izzy, his wife, to edit it. So, like, 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 props to her. Thank you so much for getting this over.
2: Hi, Jim. Hi, everyone. Sorry, I couldn't be there for the best game set in New York podcast. As you can see, I'm currently in the real-life New York City, where I'm starring as Teaser in the latest Broadway run of Cats. If I was there in person, I'd try and spin some argument about how the Mushroom Kingdom is canonically accessed through a manhole cover in Brooklyn. But since I actually want to win, I've chosen a game that's perfect for the spooky season and encapsulates the urban, blue-collar spirit of the city better than anything else. Ghostbusters, the video game. Written by Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd and starring all four original Ghostbusters, I think it's a must-play given how reluctant they were to reprise their roles on screen. So not only is it a great game, but it's an iconic slice of Manhattan you can't get anywhere else. Script ends.
0: No, wait. It's the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man.
1: He's right. It is is like an... Possibly, like, yeah, a slice of Manhattan that you can't get anywhere else. Ghostbusters, quintessentially, like... The New York film, probably more so than Taxi Driver or anything else. I imagine, you know, though, but it's shot in shot in LA, isn't it? No, I was going to say, say, if we're talking
3: about the New York film, I very nearly picked um, either one, really, of the Godfather games. Oh yeah, 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 Um, because that second one in particular, the three sixty era one. Um, is yeah. really good. It's fact, they were both on 360, but the one that was developed as a 360 era exclusive, <clears> um, which was, I guess was the Godfather 2 game, um, was genuinely, genuinely really, really good. Like that was the era of that was the golden age of GTA clones, right? I, I, and yeah, I also yeah. think Jamie's point at the start is quite interesting because I wrestled with this a bit before I made my choice because the big difference between games that are set in New York versus games where New York appears, yeah um because there's a lot of really good games like for me if i think new york video game i think of only one thing even before i think of death jam and that is soviet paratroopers coming down around the Statue of liberty in red alert 2 um (laughs) because that's one of the most iconic in video game introductions of all time yeah Um, yeah but you but but it's just a couple of missions um And that's it. Uh, And yeah, it's. And I think there's a lot of that. Like, there's New York's in Deus Ex, right? And Um, also, before Connor does his pick, I have to say we have to give credit. We have to give Tom his dues because he's not here, and say it's very unfair that he is on holiday and watching uh, the trolls film and such delights (laughs) uh, for one topic where he genuinely could have submitted Project Gotham Racing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, right. you know, he submitted that for there was an Edinburgh connection that he has submitted that for. <laughs> he which, you know, didn't sit well with me, frankly. Um, you know, um oh. he, he is missing out on a topic that he could genuinely have gotten away with. But let's move on to someone who is here. Connor, what have you picked? You know, uh, I was
2: just, I was distraught um last night uh <laughs> when death Jam was stolen from me. <laughs> um <laughs> It took me to a really sort of dark place. Uh, yeah, and now you know
1: I, how Kelsey feels.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've, I, I've got I've got a lot more sympathy now for that yeah, sort yeah, of situation. Yeah. It, it, it took me to a dark place, really. I had to sit down, <laughs> I had to, like, think about what was going on, you know, why I'd come to my life. But then, something awoke in me, uh, and I was blessed with the actual best answer, because I feel like Alex, you know, I think I know and, where this is and Mark where. have gone near to where sort of what New York is about but really um when we think of New York we think of you know Italian Americans you know pizza pasta um that sort of thing and there's no better game to capture the you know Italian American experience than The Darkness 2 The Darkness 2 is fantastic it's made by Digital Extremes when they were doing like mercenary work before they kind of like made Warframe and and Mm Kitten like in the start of like the live service free to play stuff and it is obviously a adaptation to the I think I I think they're kind of mid they sadly never really ended the way they wanted to do comics and obviously the Mm -hmm. sequel to the Darkest One where you know you fill the shoes of Jackie Estacado. Um, the game kicks off um, with you walking into a restaurant where a bunch of made men like mobsters and just people you know from your extended family are at, including, yeah. and there's some really killer lines here that I, I, I had to take notes of this it's fantastic. Hey, Joey, I got you those tickets for the game. <laughs> this ravioli is too spicy. I can't taste the flavor. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Iconic, yeah. you know, New York cultural landmarks. Yeah. Um yeah. and like in the first 15-20 minutes you obviously go through Italian restaurant, you're of course assaulted uh by, I believe, uh like Cultish fanatics or whatever as they try and take your powers away from you. You go through the subway, you go through the streets of New York, you you pull the doors off taxis and throw them through people. <laughs> Which I mean, I, I don't know about racing games, but I don't think you can do that in those. You um, <laughs> wishbone people. I forgot they that that's like the first thing they let you do in that game. Yeah. Is you like bust out of the restaurant and you grab some guy of your weird sort of, like evil technical like darkness powers and you just rip him in half. It's crazy. It's nuts. It's like the, yeah, the, it's ridiculous. The, the the peak New York yeah. experience really is that. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: just like I mean one of the first things you right do right in now. that game. Yeah, yeah like exactly. One of the first things you do in that game is, is you just start impaling those Italian mobsters with pool cues. With like, pool and cues it's...
2: and spikes. I, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I, I played through the game a little bit last night in in like sort of my anger and my sadness. Um, <laughs> and I turned it off because on the second level, you run into a guy called Jimmy the Grape. <laughs> he's yeah. just an Italian sort of mobster guy in a full purple... Uh, suit, so, you know, follow yeah. back, so it, it's, it's fantastic. The Darkness 2 is brilliant, and the fact yeah. that we didn't get a third one is very, very sad. It's actually I sort of prefer now. the first one, you know. Really? Why is that? I don't know. There's just sort of a vibe and a
3: feel of that first one. I haven't played either of them in ages, though, so maybe uh, maybe that's a, a folly. But yeah, I, I sort of, in my mind, um, but this was, I have to admit, I don't think it's as good a choice as Def Jam, but this was on my, this was on my list. It was probably the second serious game on my list, um, and then I had some silly games like Die Hard Trilogy and things like that.
2: Um, I think, I think the Darkness Two kind of like, I think gameplay wise is a lot more fun. It has like the throwing stuff that Jim mentioned, which I think, I mean, the game is basically just got like a gory action fest, right? Mm. Um, I think. You could argue that the story in the first one is a bit more like it's more like to the point, but I think it's less interesting than the second one. The second one obviously has the bit where you're kind of mm. you get blown up in a restaurant or shot in the head, and like you take into like an asylum. The second like, is one doesn't real? have
1: that fucking World War One bit though, so it's got that going for it. It does have that it going is true because that was wretched. <laughs> second was one really also bad. doesn't
3: have. You can't watch to kill a mockingbird in the second one though, so
2: exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah, For all of these yeah, reasons, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. and yeah, more yeah. is why I think the darkness two deserves to win this. It is amazing, and while I'm glad Digital mm. Extremes went on to make a bunch of money selling like space ninja outfits to people, <laughs> um, I do kind of wish we got that third game. It's like, funny at this time, right?
3: Because the... I feel like the darkness and Alan Wake are sort of bedfellows, and Alan they Wake kind is finally of back
0: in terms of when they
3: came out and what they were doing and all that sort of Mm. stuff and the size Mm. of the studio. And obviously, Remedy sort of stuck to their guns and probably had quite a hard time of it as a result in terms of keeping the company together. Um, And they had to go from deal to deal. And Mm. Digital Extremes obviously went the other way and made mega, mega
2: bucks, but are probably never going to make a game that's as heartfelt as that again. No, for sure. And also there's the thing of the IP, obviously, Remedy, you know, Sam Lake, you know, that's his... Baby, right? I don't yeah, know, like, so yeah, he's yeah. been set on that and wants to make it. Uh, the Darkness comics, um, mm. God, like, I mean, they didn't even properly finish the original run. And then they tried to reboot it, and then that apparently was okay. But like that was also like years and years ago. So yeah. like, I think that is firmly, firmly dead. It's a bit which a... means that, you know, Jackie has been left in hell forever. The it? Darkness
1: tragic, has... Tragic the, IP. The yeah.
2: Darkness yeah. has uh netflix series
3: written all over it at some point in the future that's exactly the sort of shit oh, like yeah, when, yeah, yeah, when they're does. done with sandman and stuff like that it's exactly the sort of thing where to they make can it really get...
1: authentic they should just have a bit where jackie watches to kill a mockingbird and it's just the whole two hours
2: yeah um it's the sort so, of thing where i, I want to email the writer and be like can you just tell <laughs> me what was going to happen in the, in the darkness free? because mm. it's been like 10 years <laughs> tell right? me what
1: was going to happen just yeah. tell me what's going to
2: happen let me write it up
1: well, that's, what what everyone, that.
2: that's what everyone just wants uh, Yu
3: Suzuki to do with Shenmue like it's over now mate yeah. just fucking just tell, just tell me what's going to happen just
1: finish it in one single graphic novel just give yeah, us a bullet exactly, points yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah. but you know
2: if you do that the guy's going to be like oh god I, fuck, like, I don't know man that was like <laughs> that was like 10 years ago no, no 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 Shenmue was envisioned as like 17 chapters no Shenmue's so, so no, different so you Shenmue, knows, Shenmue's a whole different darkness. monster Shenmue's a monster, right? He that obviously is like a know. whole he thing. He probably doesn't actually you not know. Unless he's probably like, I don't know, Jack escapes and he kills the Angel Blade and I, lo- you know,
1: uh, I love... You know, I love those two darkness games i love how they i I mean i i kind of like how they complement each other how the first one is an origin story and it's really Mm. naturalistic and it's got it had like a high degree of interactivity with the world for its time for for a first shooter of its time as well you got that bit you got bits of that game where you're just hanging out in a subway for a while you know and nothing's actually happening um really like like brave choices that are just about the world building and just about like putting you in New York. Exactly. And then The Darkness 2 has a bit of that, but it changes the art style to be more comic booky And obviously, and at mm-hmm. this point, Jackie is now established as the comic book character. And so the, yeah. the art style reflects that. And it's like, it's, it's just like really amazing creative choices that could have gone bad, but they managed to pull them off. Um, and the combat is amazing in the second game. And uh, they are quintessentially New York. It's now time for me to pick something. So here's the I've got a theme
3: tune.
1: I think I ate it more than all you do, to be honest, now. No, I don't point. think you do. I don't think that's true. No, I do. I do. But it's only here by popular demand. Every week we get a comment that's like, you better do the gym theme. I'm just sitting down to watch it. I'm like, oh. it's like, it's like you know, you've dug yourself a hole. Anyway, anyway, right. Uh, also, um, RIP, because we didn't get the, uh, the, the, the Tom child pooing in a little story this week, but I'm sure it'll be back next week. Um, all right, okay, so uh, we're looking at Quint, essentially, New York games. Uh, we've, got, we've got the original Midnight Club. We've got uh, The Darkness 2. Can I just ask, Connor, quickly, why did you ch- choose The Darkness 2 over The Darkness? I think it fits in, like, a
2: fond part of my brain growing yeah. up. There was a sweet, like, span of, like, a few years where... The Darkness Two, um, mm. Alan Wake, uh, as Alex mentioned, Army of Two for some reason is also in there. <laughs> it's like a game I played when I was like at just, school and and kind of fucked with a lot. Um, Three
3: sixty. This is fucking me up because these are games that I reviewed as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the yeah. idea that you um, were at
2: school.
1: Yeah, was I, like was at school.
2: I remember going to school and being like, guys, take my word for it. You probably shouldn't buy Two Human. Mm. because that was also a game I bought when I was at school and it's like we would do that, we would go in and be like, oh do you want to play Army of Two and they were like, I
3: guess
1: yeah. Currently so like, free, freely downloadable on Xbox. Everyone. I gave Two Human a 3 um, out of
3: 10 um, yeah. and then someone on the development team sent me an email that was a massive abusive screed <laughs> um. <laughs> That game was
2: also meant to be like a, First time
3: a trilogy, like, right? <laughs> it has
2: happened since um, yeah, but,
3: yeah. Oh
1: gosh, uh,
2: I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: My one of those was, it wasn't from the developer, but it was from uh, a couple of people. um, And one of them was like a full 10 years after the fact. I gave Bound by Flame, Bound, Bound by Flame, (laughs) two out of 10 on Video Gamer and I called it a disgrace on all fronts. (laughs) It was fucking terrible. Those guys went on to make Greedfall, right? Which is actually, like, you know, really good. Um, You know, so they obviously got better, and, uh, you know, I'm not saying I had a part in that. (laughs) Maybe they butt their ideas up because of that two out of (laughs) ten. But a full ten years later, somebody did a YouTube documentary about, it was called The Rise and Fall of Video Gamer TV, right? Mm. And... And in the comments for that, there's a guy like really kicking off about this two out of 10 <laughs> that I gave Bound man. by Flame like 10 years earlier. And Ooh. I'd forgotten by that point. And everyone's like, what are you on about, man? Shut up. And he's, like, he's like, Jim Trinker should never have even been given a job in the industry.
3: <laughs> there's, there's genuinely probably a podcast just in like, in like stories about stuff like that. I think uh, <laughs> my ultimate one, and I could probably go back and find all the comments, was I gave the 360 version of final fantasy 13 one point less than the playstation free version because the performance yeah. was that much worse oh no and you yeah, would yeah. have thought that i had <laughs> you know it, it, i don't know it was it was that was the worst abuse i've ever experienced in this job um people were going
1: bonkers um, people console warring is just like it it, it people I mean it's it's pathetic anyway but it inspires so much vitriol it's ridiculous I've had, it, anyway. in my,
3: I've had it in my mentions this week because I tweeted about the, <laughs> the Sony the, the new PlayStation removable disk drive requiring the internet to authenticate the disk drive the first time you connect can yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. and I yeah. said
3: I remember when Sony was like laughing at Microsoft for a yeah, requirement yeah. like this and I had people going this yeah. is a requirement of the DMCA and <laughs> they even put a Twitter community <laughs> note and people going it's only once what's your problem and just like don't you understand that once is one time too many? If you work on a yeah. nuclear submarine you're fucked,
1: which is a yeah. fringe case, <laughs> but that's right. not the point. Um, no no, it's like what well, John Linneman was saying that the, 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 the point is that if the servers if the authentication servers stop existing, that hardware is now useless. Yeah because yeah. you, you'll the, never be able to set it up again. The nuclear submarine example is extreme, but I'm pretty sure
3: that was exactly the question that was asked to Don Matrick with the original Xbox One plans. Yeah. Where Don Matrick, uh, he, he, someone asked him a hypothetical situation, and I'm pretty sure the case was a military person who's serving in a situation where there is no internet connection. And that was when Don Matrick famously said, we have a product for customers like that. It's called the Xbox 360 one of the worst Ooh. responses of all time <laughs> um, one of the worst responses of all time and uh, yeah that, that should go down in history uh,
1: yeah, yeah. The how to how to tank your own brand um, so, I thought the console wars were dead and they've kind of kicked off recently is that just yeah me? It, 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 it i think that that kind of rhetoric really calmed down for a long time and, and yeah and generally people were like well that's just silly we used to do that when we were kids and everything and now there's like a whole new sort of swivel and it's not wins, it's people in their fucking 30s on twitter yeah it's
2: people who've who like never made, let it die.
1: made being in e-playstation or xbox their entire personality and it's just yeah. this,
2: this it's cringe. silly especially since you can you know when you consider the ps5 is just better
1: yeah. yeah, well, it's especially mad because like this is the worst console generation in living memory and like there's nothing, What what is there to like, what is there to actually like, like, attach your banner to But anyway, uh, we're getting off topic. So sure. we've got, we've got Def Jam 2, we've got the original Midnight Club, we've got Def Jam uh, Fight for NY. Did I call Def Jam to the darkness to the darkness to Def mm. Jam fight for NY? And we've got the Ghostbusters video game, uh, which uh, we've got a remastered re-release, I think, on, mm-hmm, on PS4 yeah. etc. Um, not that long ago, after uh, coming out in the 360 etc. Way way ages ago, and it is interesting that 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 was the first kind of. Ghostbusters project relatively modern one to bring the original cast out of you know out of retirement almost they got Bill Murray like how like everyone's heard those stories about how he just has like an answer phone that he rarely checks and if you want to if you want him to be in your film you have to pitch it to him on the answer phone and whether or not he even like listens to it within a year is up in the air and my original pitch for this episode was that everyone had to do it while putting on a New York no. accent and that obviously didn't pan out no I'm from Birmingham <laughs> I was hoping people would be like, what am I, chap liver? Um, but- <laughs> Why <What? laughs> is this episode so long? Brilliant. I don't know. It's like the longest one we've ever done. Fuck it. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so right. I've got, to pick, I've got to pick something and I'm going to upset everyone apart from Connor by picking The Darkness 2. That's uh, unexpected. Commiserations oh, I, to everyone. I mean, I'm really, really sorry. awesome. I feel I like, that in a bag. I, nah, I just, I, just, I just think it's like especially when uh, when you pointed out connor that um the darkness 2 and, and the original darkness is full of italian american stereotypes <laughs> and i do really heavily associate that with new york because of you know martin scorsese mainly um sure. yeah yeah i think it's it's like if you're talking about experiences that are like this is this is a very uh, heavy quintessentially new york vibe um that really nails the atmosphere, uh, etc. Of not the real place. I mean, I've never been to the real place, but like, but New York as a as a cultural uh, meme, as a, as a as a cultural institution, yeah. uh, the darkness too really nails that. Uh, as the you know, you, you could re- you could call it like this is the comic book New York. This is the New York that everyone knows from mm. from films and and TV shows and and comics and stuff like that. And uh, uh, and and it, it's just a real kind of uh, slice through that exact thing. So I yep. think uh, I think the Darkness Two is a really great pick. I think everyone had a really great pick, but that. Um, and you know what? It was uh, for me by the end, I was thinking and thinking and thinking. And for me by the end, it was a toss up between Bill Cliff and Connor. And, uh, and I thought, well, I can't give it to Bill Cliff because he's not even here.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Good
1: call. So, uh, yeah, I'm only kidding. Uh, right. Thanks everyone for turning up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. No um, and uh, uh, I'm sure uh, like Donaldson's raging now, you can tell. Um, I'm
3: deeply upset. I'm also thinking about <laughs> other cities that aren't New York. I'm still, I'm still on that.
1: Obviously, Mario Odyssey's got one as well, hasn't it? So, Should we just do the London episode next week? We'll do the same episode but London. Sure. Yeah. I'll double
0: out the same game. <laughs> <laughs>
1: incredible. All right, okay. Thank you so much for listening uh and uh, do leave us a five-star review. I mean, this is like this is an extra special long podcast. We deserve five stars for for the effort we put into this. We've all got stuff to do. Right. Okay. Thanks very much guys. Speeches later. Bye. 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 Bye.